Welcome to Live from My Drum Room. My guest today is Katie Zildjian. Katie is the Vice Chair Board of Directors for the Zildjian Company. She is the eldest of the 15th generation of the Zildjian family. And she's Debbie Zildjian's daughter and Armin Zildjian's granddaughter. Uh, I was going to say my old job, but that's not quite what my old job was. But I've known uh, Katie a long time, and it's really a pleasure to have her on the show. We talk about Zildjian celebrating their 400th anniversary this year. Um, some really cool events they have in store, some things they've already done, and some things they're going to be doing, new products, and a, a great conversation about the business in general. So it's a real pleasure to have Katie here. Uh, what we forgot to mention is the fact that I took Katie to her first show, The Spin Doctors, in 1993, 30 years ago, which kind of blows my mind. But um, so it just shows you how long she's been into music. She's been a big fan of music for a long time, which we also talk about. So come along for the ride, pun intended, and I hope you enjoy the show. Thanks for watching, and don't forget to subscribe to Live from My Drum Room. I'd like to welcome you all to Live from My Drum Room. Uh, it's a pleasure to see you all today. And uh, without further ado, please welcome my guest. So happy to have her here today. 15th generation Zildjian family member, my old job, Katie Zildjian. Hi, John. How are Hi. you? I'm great, Katie. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for being here today. Um, nice hoodie, nice sweatshirt. Oh, thank you. Yes. New apparel. <laughs> I got the memo too. You know, you said, make sure you wear something that says Zildjian. I said, okay, okay. <laughs> Everybody watching at home, Katie wouldn't agree to do this show today unless I promised. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. This is one of my favorite. Um, I know it's an old shirt, but I think you called it the vintage tee back in the day. I think it was. Probably, yeah. Something I like know. That. Subtle. Nice and subtle, right? Nice and subtle. Yeah. It's got the old, uh, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, it's great to have you here, Katie, and a um, whole bunch of folks watching. So thank you for being here. Um, yeah. <laughs> and for all of you folks, I, I started to uh, say this during the intro, all of you folks watching, if you don't know uh, where Katie fits into the lineage of the Zildjian Company, and Katie, please correct me if I'm wrong or you want to jump in at any moment, but um, Katie is the, fifth, the oldest member of the 15th generation of the Zildjian family the eldest and in your generation there's you and your sister emily mm -hmm. and craigie's daughter samantha yes and yep. then there's another generation coming up before we know it your girls and emily has two girls too emily a has a, a daughter and a son the daughter first, and a son that's right the first zildjian boy in a long time so. yes that's right i remember that that's right a, 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 a daughter and a son and then Craigie has her daughter I'm sorry Samantha Craigie's daughter Samantha has two daughters now so yeah she has wow okay so, so we're yeah. well into the 16th generation <laughs> fantastic well that's awesome yeah. that's great I and I remember Craigie telling me she, that that Sam had a second second daughter yeah. so that's fantastic yeah so actually that's one of my um my, my sort of responsibilities uh for the summer is helping to create a junior shareholder education program um, so we're going through that right now, some drum lessons and, um, you know, some little research projects, a Zildjian scavenger hunt, things like that. That's great. That's yeah. fantastic. Well, I mean, I, I started the, the intro by saying that I've, I've known you, you know, close to 40 years. I started working there in 1989 and, and, uh, I, you know, I met you and Emily when you were really small and I just remember you guys being, uh, both of you, even really young, obviously interested in music um, you know, and, and having that, that, you know, that desire that every, every child has, you know, to be interested in music. Did you, when you were that young, did you have any, um, I don't want to say desire. Did you have any inkling that maybe someday you'd work for the company? Did you? Um, I don't know. You know, that's been a, like a big topic of conversation lately. Um, how, you know, like how, what was the exposure when we were little and we were in the office a lot. You know, I remember it just being such a big part of my mom's life and my aunt's life and my grandfather's life and such a big part of family life that the office like kind of just felt like an extension of home and family a lot. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that it was, it was assumed, oh, I'll work here or, you know, we'll be, you know, running or this or anything like that. But I never once thought that it wouldn't be 
part of my life and I yeah. wouldn't be involved in some way, you know, it's, um, I've always said, it's really hard to separate the business and the family at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I get that. I get that. I, yeah, I mean, and it's, I, and I think maybe some people might make an assumption that, you know, you're Debbie Zildjian's daughter. And so, you know, automatically you're going to work for the company, but you went to school and you obviously had other interests in life. And, you know, my wife, <clears throat> Vic first daughter, she would be the first to tell you she really didn't have any interest in like sort of continuing at a certain point, you know, working in the business. And that's, that's understandable. You know, it, it, it doesn't mean that, um, and what I'm getting at with this is it's great to see you, you know, I worked with you for a period of time and you, you had a passion to work in the industry. You could see it. And, um, and that doesn't always happen. So I think it's great that and you, if I remember correctly, you came in after college and worked for a while. With, yeah, Zildjian. I did a lot of the apparel stuff, actually. Probably maybe even the shirt you're wearing. Who knows? I think you um, might have, yeah. Which was really like a, a fun thing to do and a really nice like kind of microcosm of the business and a great way to to get my feet wet and all of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, that 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 went on for about maybe four or five years. Um, we hit the that recession in 2008. Um, and yeah. a lot of, you know, like like happens in our industry a bunch, kind of the, the extra dollars dry up and um, things like apparel were the first to go. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really interesting to see those kind of trends keep popping up um, now that I've been in this, you know, situation for a while and in the business for a while. Like we've, we've had a couple starts with apparel. We've, you know, had really like, how do we get this off the ground? And then you get into, okay, how do you get a drum shop to sell t-shirts and things like yeah. that? Um, so I think something like that, that's really taught me is like, you know, you don't, you can't give up. You have to keep learning from your mistakes and, um, you know, just because you can't get it right the first time or, you know, the, the approach to market isn't correct the first time doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep trying. And, you know, yeah. if you believe the product is valuable and you believe you have something to offer, you know, figure it out, keep going. Yeah, that's great. And I, you know, I think, you know, the, the company has proven time and again that, um, you know, when it, something like apparel, for example, maybe, you know, I know when I was there, we went through this too, where we'd have our sites on <clears throat> the higher end premium type stuff. And as great as it is, sometimes it's just as, as simple as the price tag. It's like, okay, it's, we, this is something that has to sell for this much money to make it worthwhile. And at the end of the day, kids want to buy black t-shirts, right. you know, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's could be that simple to where, um, so it doesn't mean you have to, like you say, you, you don't give up. You just try another approach. You just go, okay, well. Yeah, I think what's like super exciting about coming back to Zildjian this time around. So this is maybe my second or third iteration being back at the company and, and, try, and you know, try to add value in places where I can. Um, you know, I currently sit on the board of directors, so I do not have an operational position. Um, but I like to, you know, like I said, help and and do what I can and be involved. Um so, you know, the, the team that we have now, we've, it's like we have such a great strategy um, that it really makes those kind of decisions easy. Like, are you going, what kind of t-shirt are you going to have? What, you know, price point are you going to have? Um, and I think we've really done a great job of having like a higher up uniform strategy that makes decision making, you know, roll down easily, um, yeah. which is really nice to see. That's great. And, and you're, as, as part of the board, you're involved in those decisions. You're, you know, you're definitely yeah. at the table, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot about like, what are our values and what's our mission and, um, you know, then kind of how does that filter out versus, um, the family making as many kind of little tiny, you know, day-to-day -day decisions. Yeah. Um, and this year, you know, I, I just, we have to, we're going to talk about this certainly more than right now, but have to note for everybody, if you've been living under a rock <laughs> and you don't know it, this is the 400th anniversary this year for Zildjian. And um, I, I know you've already done a bunch of really cool events. And I, I, and I'm, I could be assuming again too much here, Katie, but when I saw some of the things you guys were doing, I figured you had to have had your fingerprint on some of this stuff. Cause I know we did some stuff together back 10 or more years ago with like the Almond Brothers and yes. radio promotions and things. So I know this is like your, your area to do these types of things. Yeah. I mean, you know, like the, the 400th came up fast on us, right? It's not like, you know, we had 399 years to prepare or anything. I, I keep making that joke, but um, really it did, you know? Um, so I think when we kind of, you know, 
we're a small company. Um, you know, it's a big anniversary and the brand is big, but, uh, you know, we have a limited amount of resources and bandwidth of our people here. So, um, you know, we really kind of sat down and said, what do we want to celebrate? Um, and we decided that, you know, what we really wanted to celebrate was the product and the artists that, you know, that, that make our products valuable and, and help Great. our product, you know, sing to the world, really. So um, we kind of resurrected some of the artist sessions um, and took them to a couple cities. We did New York at the cutting room. We went to L.A., the baked potato. Um, we were in Nashville. Uh, the place is escaping me right now. Um, and then we were just at, at uh, Tipitina's for Jazz Fest. And, yes. um, you know, it was, we were really trying to kind of recreate that, that drummer's hang. Um, I kept envisioning it as something like that was missing from Nam. you know, now that Nam, we've sort of lost the trade show momentum and COVID mm-hmm. has put a little damper on, on these massive parties. Um, you know, it's sort of where did the, where do we all gather together? Um and I think that the, maybe some of these music festivals are taking that spot a little bit. Um, certainly Jazz Fest, uh, you know, proved us right on that one. So it was really, really great to see how many people came out to see us, how many people were just, you know, flattered to be invited, to be included, um, how great it was to see people connect with each other that, you know, hadn't seen each other in years and years. Um, and just to be able to kind of provide that platform and space. Um, I think that's what Zildjian's about. That's so great. Yeah, I have to think that after, you know, the last couple of years we've all been through, like the timing of, you know, the artist sessions are always great just to get the drummers, the artists together to hang. But when you've had, you know, a period of time where everybody's been, for whatever reason or other, you know, hasn't been able to gather, it's, it had to have made it, it had to have made it really extra special. And so, and when you do these events, if I'm, if I have it right, you do like a, is it like a public, you do like two different things, a sort of the, the well, the Tipitina's event at, at Jazz Fest was open to the public, right? As yeah, well that as- was great. We sort of, you know, um, um, Stanton and his team very graciously um, provided the venue and we, we were saying, you know, what are we going to do to cover these costs? Um, and we said, well, let's try to sell tickets. We think we can probably sell, you know, some tickets to this. Um, we can certainly sell some drinks. We knew that. And um <laughs> You know, we basically filled the place, I think, at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. Um, and it was just really wonderful to to feel that energy and, um, you know, see how many people not only wanted to come, but really wanted to play. So um, yeah. I think we'll definitely have to have to have that again next year. If, if uh, <laughs> I believe Stanton will have us back. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just do like a do an anniversary of the anniversary every year. It'll be the exactly. first anniversary of the. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the hang, you know, the the yeah. annual hang. Um, and I think what's really was interesting is we were able to, you know, display some of our new products. We've got the um, K paper thins that were coming out. So, um, you know, really picking songs and and um, groups that were going to, you know, um, show off our new stuff was yeah really fun. yeah and so like the, i know the one like what you, you did one in new york at the cutting room so you have like mm-hmm. a sort of like a house band yes and then and then the artists can go up and sit in and play is that is a lot of that worked out ahead of time or is it sort oh, of yes. that's, it is that's yeah. also testa you know he does yeah. a lot of that and then gary novak really set everything up for us at the baked potato um that's yep. a lot of work that you know I cannot take any credit for it at all. Um, and it also depends on the space. I mean, obviously the baked potato, we did not have a lot of room, um, but I, I, you know, we've had two drum kits in spaces. And um, so, you know, we're, we're still kind of experimenting with the, uh, the total model, but it, you know, it's a great way to kind of do everything together. It gathers yeah. people, it creates content, it um, gets our new products out there. Um, and it's, you know, a really fun time in the meantime. Yeah, that's great. That's I was so glad to see you guys were doing those. Um, you know, that yeah. was drummers love to hang out together, and like you said, you know, the Nam show and the, and the the cool thing about the artist sessions is, I mean, they get to see each other at the Nam show, but it's it's such a different environment. Obviously, it's it's hard for people to talk. It's hard to really have that. Some of the drummers, um, you know, we know sort of avoid the Nam. We well, used to in the in the days when it was really what it was. I, you know, I know a lot of people that would kind of go, ah, I can't, I don't want to deal with that, you know, but they would come to the artist session because it was a much smaller, uh, intimate gathering. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah. You guys do that. Um, yeah. It had, it had a very good vibe to it. Um, but you know, it is a little bit like you're, you have the party and you're like, I hope people are coming, you know, you're there 
yeah. little before we're all standing there with our cake and waiting. And <laughs> I think next time we won't get black icing on the cake that uh, made, made for some funny pictures. But I'll it. bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's funny. You know, just talking about uh, the, the baked potato, Rick, I talked to Rick Murata after he went. And uh, he had a great time, and he told me about those new K-Thins. He said, you, you have to. In fact, I just to, to sidetrack for one second, he was threatening. Uh, he, was, he was back, as you know, last week from the vineyard to visit me for a couple of days, visit up here for a couple of days. And he had, before he came, he was threatening to, to come to Zildjian. And he just didn't. Yeah, he did. <laughs> He said, come on, we'll go. And I said, you can't just show up there, Rick. You know, you, even you, you can't just show up there. So, sure but he yeah. Oh, I know. But don't, you can't let him think that though, Katie. Don't <laughs> let him think that. Uh, but he, as it turned out, he had way too many things to do, you know, places to go in the, in the time that he was here. But, but he said, we should go there. You're going to love these K-Thins. We're going to get you some of those K-Thins. So anyway, um, congratulations on those. They will be out this year sometime or yeah, are they out? Yes, they're, uh, they're, you know, in production now. Um, I know we've got some great orders for them. So they should be out soon, very soon. Um, we got just awesome reception on that. Um, and, you know, I've, I'm excited to see them out there. So, yeah, great. Um, so yeah, that's so we'll, we'll make sure to get you and Rick some, don't worry. Well, I, I'm not, I know that sounded like a hint. <laughs> I was just saying it's, I, Oh, I'd, no, I'd I, I got the invite to um, to come maybe see Rick and Jerry uh, in Martha's Vineyard this summer. So I'm going to maybe add that to my tour list. We'll okay. See. All right. Hopefully it's going to happen. He, he's yeah. there's there's all kinds of stuff going on that, you know, hopefully that's going to happen this year. It'd be so fun to have you there. I know. Yeah. Funny. Um, well, cool. So and, you know, I, I guess I sort of jumped in pretty deep on this without really setting this up in case people don't know this, but we talked about your grandfather who was the great Armin Zildjian. Anyone who doesn't know that. Um, And he was just the absolute most incredible guy. Say that right now. And so, and, and Katie's mom is Debbie Zildjian, who's Armin's daughter. And her aunt is Craigie Zildjian, also uh, Armin's daughter. So yeah, that's the, um, and I was lucky enough to work there when Armin was still with us for, about 14 years and then another 10 years after that with your mom and, and your aunt, um, good times. And, uh, and it's, it's great to see, you know, you guys are, you, you've got a great 400th anniversary rocking and rolling here. Um, yeah, we do a lot of the, like, what would Armin do? You know, like, what would Armin say? Try, try to keep him in mind. You know, what would, yeah. how would he want you know, whatever, whatever problem we're looking at, whatever issue, you know, kind of like take his perspective into mind. So that's great. And you're, you're absolutely right. And breathing here. Yeah, I know. I know. No. And, and what you're doing, I think is exactly what he would do. He would want to do something um, that involved the artists, something that really celebrated the fact that, you know, you've got all these great endorsers, you, you get, you showcase them, you showcase the product, um, you celebrate the anniversary and it's, you know, it's all those things coming together. It's, it's great. Um, so, you know, I was just going to, I had a couple other things I just wanted to talk to you about here, but we're, we're, we're nowhere near done yet, Katie. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, God, I got all done. Um, <laughs> so we, I, we started talking about how um, you came to work at Zildjian, the sort of the first iteration after college. And then I know you left and worked in the business world. And, um, and I know that was, that's kind of part of the criteria for, family members get out there and get some, some business experience, which is great. And then you got your MBA. Yeah. Um, about, was that about five or so years ago? Is that when uh, I graduated in 2015? From okay, great. Congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And as, so is that when you came back for this? I Did came you... back here officially, I think the beginning of 2018. I see. Um, okay. And it feels very kind of choppy because, you know, it was, I was here for a bit and then COVID and then, yeah. you know, now we're sort of post COVID. So um, it feels like it's been a, a kind of a long stretch and these, you know, a little bit of a, of a, a rocky road at points, um, yeah. but, you know, extremely educational and talk about getting kind of thrown into it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when you, was it was it a hard decision to because I know you you were working for SmartPak I think at one point too and yeah um, I mean like um you know I'm not a drummer but I have a very 
a extreme passion, like many of the drummers that I know, which is horseback riding. And I know you're familiar with that because yes. of their sister-in-law. She's a big horsewoman as well. Um, so I worked at a company that was a startup um, that was very much like uh, a Zildjian to the horse world. You know, it, they provide products for horses um, and it's a lot of, you know, riders and horse fanatics that work there. Um, so I had worked there for a while. Um, you know, I'd finally left that job. I had two young kids. I had just finished my MBA right. and I was kind of thinking, you know, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Um and uh, at, actually, at that point, Craigie had um, really decided that at, she was going to be stepping down from CEO position and that we were going to take our board of advisors and create more of a formalized board of directors mm-hmm. um, and that she would be then chairwoman of the board and we would look for a replacement CEO. Um, so when that decision was made, then it was it was kind of like, OK, well, this is a different role, like a m- different model of family leadership. And, um, you know, she invited me to come back in as the next generation on the board um, and, and you know, learn more about the business and just kind of, um, you know, be part of sort of the, the again, the strategic development of, of the where the company is going versus more of like the daily operations side. Yeah. Yeah. And without putting you on the spot and you don't have to answer yeah. if, it's, if I'm putting you on the spot, do you envision maybe someday going to that next level and... I mean, I think for us, the next level will be very different than what the company looks like now. I mean, we we have a very a lot of growth plans. Um, I think our organizational structure will not look the same, you know, kind of as it did when my aunt was CEO. So I don't know that like yeah. sort of the next level is means CEO of this, you know, Zildjian company, or is it, you know, do we have more like a parent company, more umbrella things, or we, mm-hmm. you know, is, does the board of directors become more of a, a leadership role of, of several uh, ventures, which is kind of what I would like to see in the future. Um, the, the MMI, right, is a heavily, heavily um, family business dominated industry. And a lot of family businesses, you know, do not make it past the third or fourth generations. Um, mm-hmm. We see that, you know, in our our industry right now. So there's a lot of businesses that are acquirable, um, that are, you know, looking to consolidate, looking for help with distribution, things like that. Um, so I think we have a lot of opportunity to grow not only in new products and, and, um, innovation, but also, you know, um, within our industry, just, you know, kind of grassroots. So. Yeah. Yep. No, that makes sense. You're right. It's without, um, painting a, you know, uh, a, a negative picture, but it's the market is, you know, it's a pretty mature market, so to speak. Yes. And you have to be looking for other things. You're right. And that's what Zildjian has always done is, is looked ahead. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that that has been one of our, our strengths and that is, you know, we have to get kind of, you have to get out of your, you know, I mean, we make symbols, we want to continue to make the best symbols always, but it's, you know, how do we keep delivering sound to people, the way that people are creating sound, the way that they're kind of consuming sound, Um, you know, the product hasn't changed in 400 years, but the way people listen to it and use it certainly has. Exactly. Exactly. I, I I do want to give a shout out. Um, You mentioned Joe Testa. Um, I know that man. And uh, (laughs) if he's watching, He's probably going to tell me later he was too busy to watch it. I don't believe if, if, if you're on the show, I don't see how he's too busy to watch it. But um, I think it's great you mentioned Joe because I know, you know, his, his history and his background from working at Yamaha and doing the Groove Nights all those years is, you know, and like integral to putting together some of these shows you mentioned. So just, a, yes. yeah, it's nice to acknowledge. Yeah, Joe. he's, I mean, we would, he's, he's a, a key player here for sure. And yeah. um, we talk pretty much daily about, you know, things that are going on and, um, you know, he's just a wonderful member of the team and I'd be lost without him. So I'm very happy that he's here and helping with this project. And he's a good guy. You know, yeah. He's yeah. a, he's a, a, a linchpin for this 400th for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a couple of nicknames for Joe. I don't know if, oh, if yeah. you know them. <laughs> well, there's the Fonz, which I can't right. take credit. You know that one. That's Steve Gadd gave him that name. Mm-hmm. But I, I nicknamed him Three Course Joe. Okay. If you ever have lunch with Joe, he'll, he'll order soup and then a sandwich and then a piece of pie for dessert. So <laughs> anyway. That's funny. <laughs> it's just, a, just a, I'm saying that only to embarrass Joe. 
simply, purely. <laughs> um, you know, talking about Armin for a second, um, yeah. I, I'd love to know, you know, you probably have 10 million stories, but I know it's when someone asks you to tell a story, you've sort of like deer in the headlights, but is there anything you could share with everybody that you remember about your grandfather that I mean, so much. He was really like a playful guy. I mean, he was, you know, I remember like tons of naughty things about him, right? Like he yeah. would just like swear all the time, you know, <laughs> and, um, you know, or all around the kids and um, all the kids. When we were all little, you know, my mom would always say we'd come back from a weekend with them and, you know, just dropping F-bombs everywhere. <laughs> but um, he was very, very fun. Um yeah. And you'd always take us. We were kids in Arizona. Um, they had this like Wild West town. It was called Rawhide. I just remember, you know, my parents never wanted to go. And he'd always like pretend that he didn't want to go, but <laughs> he'd get all dressed up. He had like a gun and holsters and <laughs> he'd wear all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I mean, he just was such like a larger than life personality, really. Um, but I always felt very connected to him. Um, he went to Colgate as well. Yes, so we yeah. were both Colgate graduates um, and he was really, you know, very sweet to me um, when I decided to go there. And I think he was kind of touched. Um, and, uh, I, you know, it's nice to think of him there. Like I did a lot. Um, I, you know, think of him walking those halls kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. He used to always call it toothpaste tech, which uh, <laughs> my friends thought was funny. Um, uh. yeah, you know, I mean, he just like, he always had nicknames for everybody. Um, yep. you know, uh, there's still, I can't, I still cannot go to certain golf clubs without running into people that told me they would caddy for him and have to drive him home or he slept in their couch or something, you know, these, when they were 17 <laughs> and he, you know, so, um, he just, he was, he was really wild. He had, um, this limousine. I don't know if you remember that, John. He had like a 1980s limousine that he would drive himself around in, or he would hire, you know, my cousins and things like that to on the other side of my family to drive him around. In. I don't remember. That was maybe before uh, my time. That's hilarious. Yes. And he always had like outfits to go with his cars, the limousine, you know, had the hat and everything. And then he had the, the Bentley with the goggles and yep. the scarf, the like Red Baron, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he just did everything, you know, like 110%. He, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, and you, I asked you, you know, you being the oldest, I, I figured you had a lot of great memories. You know, you were old enough to, you know, experience that with him. And, um, he, you know, I, I, I just echo what you're saying. He was just, uh, larger than life. And you know what I, what I tell people, you know, people ask me what it was like to, to know him, what I found about him when I, we traveled, like if we traveled to, uh, a PASIC together or, um, I remember going to Tony Williams' funeral with Armand and your aunt Craigie and spending time with a lot of time with just Armand um, in San Francisco for a couple of days. And the thing about him, I, I, I to this day that I say is he was so unassuming. Um, you know, obviously he wasn't somebody that everybody in the world would recognize on the street, but we'd go into a drum shop or a music store and he's, he is the biggest rock star in the world. And he was just this down to earth, like nice, I can't even explain it, but he just made everybody feel so great. Uh, and he, yeah. and it wasn't, it wasn't an act. He just naturally could do that because he, he wasn't trying to impress anybody. He wasn't trying to be anything that he wasn't, you know, he was just himself. And uh, yeah, he, I mean, enjoyed talking to people and just enjoyed most of, you know, life. Like it seemed, especially in the end when, you know, we all, uh, when we were his, the grandchildren and he kind of got to sit back and, and, you know, enjoy a little bit of what he had done. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it's, yeah, I think he, you know, I, I know he'd be very proud to see you working in the business and I, you know, and your sister, Emily, I remember when she worked, you know, in the factory, which was great because that's how Armin came up, you know, in the working in the, in the melt room and, and, uh, you know, all those things that, his father made him do kind of as, as part of the process. So uh, it's great that you guys carry that tradition. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we have no, 
no, no one in our family has any desire to see this business go anywhere, but um, I think we all know what we don't know. And, you know, we know like, you know, to, to carry on, we need a whole team and a whole village of people here. So um, that's what we're trying to, to get established and, you know, build um, so that, and I think the family would really like to focus on a lot of like, you know, the um, sort, of, sort of the education and the philanthropy side of things and be able to kind of support a lot of that movement, um, uh, you know, with the momentum of Zildjian. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you, you know, you were talking about NIM before and again, not to, it, to put you on the spot, but do you ever, um, I guess next year they just had a, a small version of NIM, of course, in, in um, April, I guess. And I think they're planning to go back to the sort of full scale three or four days in January. Do you envision it, you know, Zildjian kind of participating the way that uh, you used to, or, or even do you see that show ever being what it used to be? I'm just curious what your thoughts yeah. might be on that. I mean, when I, I didn't go this year, but I went the the previous year when it was in June and I was, I was impressed with how, you know, kind of lively and the energy that was there, even though it was so post COVID and, and, you know, mm -hmm. the middle of June in California. Um, I mean, I think that there is room for trade shows still. I think it's that kind of, you know, like I'll give you the business school answer. If you're doing anything like you were doing, you know, pre-COVID, you're probably not doing the right thing. So I think like, you know, we definitely need a revamp um, and a reapproach. But um, I would hate to see sort of NAM completely disappear. I think yeah. it's a pretty yeah. valuable, um, you know, of course, networking space. I think it's just like the technology and stuff that that I've been exposed to at NAM is really valuable for me. I don't know where else I would see that um, all in one place. So I do, I, you know, I really hope that, um, that it doesn't go away. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, and I think people that if they don't know this, that are watching this, don't realize what NEM really is. It's, it's not just a place for drummers and or all musicians to just sort of hang out. It's actually, there is a purpose that it serves, which is to have manufacturers display their products for dealers and distributors to come and meet and and that and so forth and i know that you you guys and and a lot of companies have um in in past years you know found other options besides them not to replace them but have found other ways to get your products um into the marketplace and and yeah. I mean, I think sometimes it's hard with NAM. You get, you can get lost pretty easily. You know, it was yeah. getting so big at one point that it's like, you know, you're just rushing to get everything out and people are getting a little over, um, stimulated or over, uh, over served with, uh, you know, with, <laughs> with options there. Um, but again, I mean, I think, you know, with, with like, we're kind of, you know, this digital revolution has happened. I mean, I see the next one being like an AI type, you know, how does that going to affect wow. all yeah. of us in the music industry? And NAM is a place where you see that maybe starting in, you know, pro audio or places like that before it hits percussion. And you can take those trends and, and try to apply them to your business. Yeah. Great. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I hope, I hope there's still um, a reason for it to be, whether it's, maybe in a smaller version, if um, it's, you know, it's one of those things though, it's hard to put the toothpaste back in the tube yeah. because it's, it had become so big. Um, yeah. But maybe, maybe with the sort of reset that they're doing now, maybe there is a way, like you say, that they can, they can sort of uh, repackage it, well, repurpose it. I think this business has a lot of, or this industry, a lot of nostalgia too. So it's like, Oh, it was, it was better back then, you know, but yeah. we have to make it, you know, better now. <laughs> right. That's right. Um, um, no, that's, that's great. I, you know, and I, I, before I forget, we, be, when you and I were, uh, offline, you mentioned, yeah. I think people probably saw there's been a big press release yes. in the last couple of weeks about some new faces at Zildjian and some new things. And maybe you could talk a little bit about that too. Yes, sure. We just uh, actually, Manabu Yamamoto is in with us this week, uh, this week and next week. Um, he's going to be, he's kind of added to our R and D team as almost, you know, a consultant, a visiting consultant, um, you know, he just has a lot of, of kind of softer techniques, a lot of more um, granular techniques and just a whole different vision coming from, um, the, you know, where he learned. Um, so it's it's really been a nice compliment um, where, you know, we, we have a lot of very homegrown um, talent here that's, you know, mm -hmm. years and years and years of 
in our factory and um, on our machines. So we're just, you know, looking to kind of expand that and share knowledge and gather education. Um, you know, we're always talking about sort of succession, um, you know, within the Zildjian family, like, oh, who's going to be the next CEO? But really it's, I mean, succession in every position here is pretty mm -hmm. important to us. Um, so, you know, working on apprenticeship programs and kind of how do you do multi, um, multi-skilled, um, symbol smiths, uh, things like that. So, um, so there's a lot of changes going on in, in the factory. Um, it's pretty new, but very exciting. Great. And, and he'll be, so he'll be based in Japan where he's, where he lives yep. and he, but he'll, he'll consult and he'll come, he's there right now and he'll kind of come back and forth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He'll be visiting, um, you know, like at least once a quarter, usually, um, he'll probably be taking blanks and things like that with him and him hand hammering ho at home. And, um, you know, we're, uh, we're still working out the exact logistics. Um, but right now he's focused on two, two of our higher end lines, um, working with Joe Kalai and kind of recalibrating some of our machines and things like that, um, to see, you know, what we can do. Um, yeah. I think it's really, like that's sort of one of the the things that I see that sets Zildjian apart a little bit um, is our ability to to be very deliberate and um, you know kind of institutionalize our innovation processes. Um, it's been we've always done a lot of innovation, but we haven't kind of had maybe the the rigid structure and the um, kind of pipeline of innovation um, and that discipline there. So we're starting to put a lot of those types of structures in. And then it's um, it's making, you know, when when somebody like Manabu comes to join us, um, you know, it's just amazing to see what's coming out of yeah. out of the, the factory right now. So it's fun. Hi, if I if with you know without um, getting into a whole lot of um, yeah. things maybe I don't know if, if you can get in, but I, I was just curious how did it how did it come about for him to be involved to to sort of bring an independent. I mean, again, it was a lot of talking with our artists and a lot of artist input. Um, I mean, this has really been kind of a, something in motion for a couple of years, um, you know, talking yeah. to different people and, you know, also then of course, talking to like Joe Pillai, who is, you know, heading up our R and D now and finding yeah. someone that he wants to work with that he gets along with. Um, you know, so we did, we took our time. We did some research. Um, we asked a lot of questions we did have a couple of, we've come some younger guys, you know, who are great, but who just, we needed someone who really had that institutional knowledge of, yeah, yeah. of um, you know, and he's, a, he's very, I mean, he's been hand hammering for himself, I think in Japan for maybe 10 years now. So, mm, mm -hmm. um, and he really, it's, it's a very passion project for him as well. Um, so I think, you know, to watch Joe and Manabu back there, you know, kind of, <laughs> It's like these like kids in a candy store. <laughs> That's great. Well, congratulations. And I know you have, yeah. um, he may not be a, a, I know, and Joe's worked there. Joe worked there yes. after I started. Yeah. So he's been there 30, probably 35 years. Yeah. And he's not like as that. much of a, you know, I mean, he plays a little bit, but not really a drummer's drummer. So um, it's nice to have um, Manabu who plays a little bit more. And then we've also um, added Guy Lakata. Right. The team as well. Um, and he's kind of that, the missing link, the translator, um, who can, who can really, you know, make, get that sat, the, the set, the requested sound to become reality. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's right. He's the link between yeah. the R and D side and the marketing side and, and, um, right. Yeah. And, and guys, a, a you know, fantastic player. So drummer, yeah, yeah. We, we have now sort of have, you know, all of these roles and right. the three of them, um, can each bring those skills to the team and we'll see what happens. But it's, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to, um, to, to have, to have those like distinct qualities. I think we really needed that. Yeah. Yeah. I think people are excited to see what, you know, what the future holds with, with all these, yeah. uh, I mean, it is, it's really exciting to see a kind of how alive I, I feel like, especially the higher end, the boutique market, has become, I mean, again, business school 101 is like that, you know, competition is a sign of a healthy market. So that's great that we've got a lot of, you know, interest and dedication and passion and skill out there. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And, and, you know, I, I learned that working at Zildjian is the competition that we had, you know, made us make better products. You know, we all, yeah. even those of us that didn't actually make the stuff, um, 
you know, made us aware of what the other companies were doing. And we could translate that to the people that make it that, you know, we need to make them thinner. We need to make them this way. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, that's a trend you see in products all over. Things are getting more and more specialized. Um, you know, and, uh, we all know that, that all the symbol companies love to have a million SKUs, right? (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Keep breaking them down into more and more sounds. It's good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I know. That's, you know, again, that, that we could do a whole episode just talking about that. That's <laughs> the challenges of, of yeah. skew management. Yeah. I don't, I don't miss those days. Those, yeah. <laughs> those meetings of like, we have to, no, we can't cut that one. Anyway. Well, it's hard because it's a sound. You can't really get rid of it. You take, maybe take it out of the catalog, but it still exists. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. It's, uh, never ending, but um, it's really been you know, that's, I feel very lucky, you know, not only to be part of Zildjian and the Zildjian family, because it's just a really cool business and it's fun and I love music, but, um, you know, the, the transformation of the business and where the business is going right now and watching all of these, um, things happen and these decisions being made, um, is very, very cool and exciting and, uh, makes me really hopeful and very confident that Zildjian will be around here for the next 400 years. So great. Great. And let's not forget you have other companies, uh, other brands that you have yep. under the umbrella of Vic Firth, Mike Balter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Vic Firth is 60 this year too. So that's right. That's an awesome. Um, and it, and they just, we have a new factory up there, um, brand new factory, which I mean, I'm sure you have been to the old one. I, you so, know, I never, um, I never went to the old yeah, I never made it there, but oh, it was. Um, I mean, it was. A, it was you know a, an old building. It was, I think, a tannery right. or something in the eighteen hundreds. So, um, so this is. Uh, it's it's inter- It's like really fun to go see the the new one. It's um, pretty state of the art, and they've got a lot of uh, robot arms and all those kind of fun. Yeah, things. I've I've heard. Yeah, I've heard it's amazing, and uh, that's great. Yeah, no, I, I and it. I, I knew this was the sixtieth year because it's it's the same year that. Kelly was born. So it's just, yeah. it's, yeah, it's <laughs> two important birthdays this year. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, it's, it's great. So any other things um, on the horizon that you can share with us that, you know, I know there are probably things you can't share with us, but is there, is there going to be something in Boston too? Did I hear like, yeah, we have be a, a big celebration coming up in September. It's on the 20th. It will be at the Roadrunner music hall. Um, I believe information will be going about, about that soon. And okay. that again, there will be tickets available to that. Um, it'll be much like our past anniversaries. We're going to be honoring um, some of the legends of our industry. Great. And then some of the other, maybe, uh, you know, some fantastic players will be playing in honor of that. Um, so that will all go out shortly. Um, but you know, you can expect to see the usual like heavyweight names like Dennis Chambers, Sheila E, um, you know, many more. So great. All right. Yeah. September 20th. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. And, and, and it's, uh, I'm sorry, sorry. go ahead. No, I was go ahead. Say, and then we do, we have some very exciting new product offerings and things like that coming out, but, um, I'm not really allowed to talk too much about this. So you'll just have to stay tuned and see, <laughs> see what comes. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. No, I, I. I had a feeling you're going to say that. Okay. Yeah. We have a lot of, we're kind of paying homage, you know, to the past and the future. So, um, you should shortly see some things that, uh, will, will, you know, lead you to think about Zildjian in both ways. Okay. And so like probably this summer or, or fall? Well, this summer for sure we'll start, um, and you know, we'll be trickling them out. So by the end of the year, um, there will be all the, you'll have all the info. (laughs) <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I, I meant I had made a note too to ask you, and maybe it's too um, too soon to to know your your two daughters. I want to say your oldest. I'm going to guess is about 15. Oh, she's turning 15 on Tuesday. That's pretty. Okay, good. I remember. I remember when she was born, and I remember it was the year that we 2008. I, I, yes. I remember these crazy things that we honored Ginger Baker that year. So yep. um, my mind was like in a million places, but. So, and, and then you have your younger daughter is a couple of years younger. You have three yes, daughters or 12. 12. Okay. So just two, 12. just two children. Yes. Okay. I don't know why I thought maybe three. Yeah. Um, do either of them have an interest in maybe working in the business someday? Do they seem interested or? Um, I don't, you know, my 15 year old gives a lot of opinions on the products. <laughs> she's a, she's a pretty good you know, product tester. Um, 
they're both pretty very into music. Um, my older one reminds me of me. Like she listens a lot. She wants to go to a lot of concerts. Unfortunately, she's not going to Taylor Swift, but that's okay. I was gonna ask you that. Um, okay. <laughs> the other one is uh, she plays the flute um and she loves band and all of that. So um who knows? I mean, again, I don't I, you know, working in the business, I don't know what that will mean for them or, or look like, but um I hope that there's opportunity for, for them to be involved in Zildjian. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's a good sign. You know, I mean that they're, you know, your younger, younger one plays the flute and, yeah. you know, if they're interested in music and yeah, who knows it, but the nice thing is that, you know, as you well know, is it's, it's, if they decide to do it great, but they can always do something else that, you know, if there's something else that interests them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's an important balance to have, you know, make sure that they grow up and they're aware of what's going on in the company, that they've had exposure, they understand the industry and things like that. But also you want them to have their own skills and you want them to be able to bring something to the table that's, you know, valuable to the company as well. So, yeah. gotta, you know, that's my mo job as a mom, I guess, to make sure that they get both of those and then it's up to them. <laughs> Absolutely. I just have to tell you as a, as a parent myself, one, one of my happiest moments was my taking my son, I think we were at the Dave Matthews show. He was probably maybe your oldest daughter's age, maybe 15 or maybe 16. Yes. And he loved Carter. Carter was so sweet to him. And, um, and I remember him telling me, he said, dad, I think he had to break the news to me. He said, dad, I, um, and he's a great drummer and he's great as a, as a young kid and he's great now. And he said, um, I, I don't think I want to be a drummer. Like, I don't think I want to do that for a living. I, I want to be an engineer. I remember thinking like, Oh, thank you. Thank God. God. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And, yeah. and he did, he is, and he's really, really successful. And I'm like, I'm so glad he's not a drummer. <laughs> I mean, he is a drummer, but you know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. It's good, you know, I mean, I think for, if you're going to be it, you're, you're, there's no stopping you, right? Right, it's, uh, right. One of those that's, it's either you're, you're born, it's passionate or you're, you're a hobbyist, which is just fine too. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That works just as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, Katie, this has been so fun. I'm just, I, I don't want to forget to say anything or ask you anything. Um, was there anything no, else I you mean, wanted? They, like my sister and my cousin have also recently joined the board. Um, so oh, they're great. directors. And it's, you know, I'm just psyched about that. And, um, you know, I really, I, I see like kind of the whole thing is coming together more and more. And um, I feel like we, uh, the family will be, you know, the family and Zildjian will be around for a long time. And I just am excited to see how much it grows and changes and, you know, what happens in the next couple decades, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's so great. For. Yeah. And, and Sam, I remember Sam had had a, pretty high position at Keurig. I don't know if she still she works there. in supply chain at Keurig. Um, she did. Okay. So, yeah. And again, I'm not sure if that's something she'd want to do here or not. Um, kind of the way we're trying to go is really separate like the family obligations and family shareholder positions from employment. Not saying that if you are a family member, you can't be employed, but that they are, you know, like it's, it's, a, it's, a job that you would almost even apply for. You need a resume and things like that. Yeah, um, yep. And I always kind of try to, you know, we try to look at it like, would you want yourself to be, you know, if you were going out to hire somebody, would you hire yourself is really the, the yeah. question. Um, and there's I so much hire me. No. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like, there's a lot of hard <laughs> stuff going on. Um, you know, so I think um, surrounding yourself by really smart people. And that for us means, you know, business people and certainly artists and, you know, people who know how to make symbols. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, absolutely. Um, so many great comments. You can go back and look at this. Um, gosh, a lot of folks watching a lot of great, you have a lot of fans out there, Katie, no surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this has been so much fun and I so appreciate you taking the time to chat today and um, talk about the 400th and any other things you want to say about this year about the 400th or we, we've, we've covered it. No, I think it's, it's good. I mean, it's just, again, sometimes you're like, we've been talking about it for so long. It's crazy to think that we're here and now kind of halfway through, um, you know, and it just brings me back to all the, the celebrations, John, that you were part of that, you know, we, we did together. It was pretty, it's pretty crazy to, you know, I have know. been along for the ride for all of these. So, well, I'll just say thank you for, for mentioning that too, that, um, 
some of my greatest memories of working at the company were those events that you mentioned. And I was thinking recently, it was 20 years ago um, that we did the Steve Gadd tribute. And uh, that, as Craigie said to me at the time, if this doesn't kill you, it'll make you stronger. (laughs) And, and it did almost kill me, but, um, but that was a, it was a huge, um, uh, you know, like honor to, to spearhead that. And, uh, and also to remember your grandfather too. It was a, a duel. If you remember, we, we honored Armin as well. And, but I was thinking when I joined the company in, in early 89, I think so 35 years ago, we were just finishing the three, there were still sort of residual 365th celebration. And then I was there for the 370th and 375th and 80th and 80, you know, so it's, yeah, they're, they're fun anniversaries. They're fun. It's fun to honor, you know, to do all those things to, uh, to remember, you know, to celebrate the anniversary date. So. Yeah. I mean, I guess I just, it's like truly, you know, not a cheesy line here, but I mean, everybody who's been part of Zildjian at any point at any time is, has gotten us here to 400. Um, so, you know, I truly feel like this is like everybody's celebration, you know, whether you're still here, whether you were here at one point, whether, you know, whatever your role was, um, you know, that's, it's like for all of us, you know? Absolutely. And, and yeah, on, on a final note, I'll just say, I remember thinking, you know, like the 400th anniversary seems so far into the future, like, you know, 20 years yeah. ago, it was like, you know, that, you know, but that's not for a long time. That's, that's going to, you know, and, and boom, like you said, it, here it is. So, um, yeah, but job well done. Good for you. Congratulations. Well, thank you. And you too. And to everybody, like I said, who helped us get here. I mean, it's pretty amazing. And uh, I think we all deserve to celebrate a little bit. So. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Katie. It's been such a pleasure to have yeah. you and thanks to everybody for watching today. And, uh, yeah, big hand for Katie Zildjian. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> All right. We'll sit tight if you would, and we'll, uh, we'll say goodbye in the room. Thanks for watching okay. everybody. We'll see you soon. Bye. All right. That's my show. Thanks for listening. You can watch episodes of Live from My Drum Room live in real time on Facebook Live by following my Facebook page, Live from My Drum Room with John DeChristopher, and also my YouTube channel, Live from My Drum Room with John DeChristopher. And while you're there on YouTube, check out my new show, Track Talk, iconic songs with iconic drum parts and the drummers who created them. It's really cool. Check it out. Shorter episodes. You'll love it. And Track Talk is only available as part of my Live From My Drum Room series on my Live From My Drum Room YouTube channel and podcast platforms. So please subscribe. All Live From My Drum Room and Track Talk podcasts are available on all the major podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, etc. Also want to give a big thanks to my friend Steve Gadd for providing the music for my show. That's really Steve. And remember, no drummers are harmed during any episodes of Live from My Drum Room or Track Talk. So drummers, remember, when in doubt, leave it out, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.